You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Buns Podcast. So, uh, how's your week going? Are you out spending your bits? Are you cold storing them? I uh, recently got a ledger and I cold stored a couple of mine. Pretty easy process. Thinking ahead. Anyway, big news. This week we are launching the new cryptocurrency podcast that I kept threatening to launch so long ago. It is called the Crypto Canucks Cast and uh, you can find it anywhere you get podcasts. But you can also find it on this week's episode after this week in buns. So without further ado, here's this week in buns. Just before we get going, uh, just so you know, we use some chorus language. Like poo. So um, maybe a bit more than that. We're up to caca now. <laughs> um, we use a bit of chorus language on this show. So if you do have kids um, around, um, maybe tell them to go elsewhere for Kick the moment. Kick them out. Okay. They have to be so Put them outside. <laughs> this is the Buns Podcast. I am so a Buns Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm another one. Yeah. Thing um, one and thing two mm, over here, folks. Full name, Oren. And full name, Laura. Great. Um, usually we tell you what we're going to talk about beforehand, but instead, you know what? We're Fuck gonna, it. We're going to dive right Maybe. into this bitch. Splash. That mm. was us diving. Into that bitch. Perfect okay. 10. Mm. <laughs> if we were in the Olympics, <laughs> we would win. It. We would win. We'd be the best diving team ever. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't do they don't do like uh mixed, Male, female. They don't do mixed uh, diving. What the frank? Mm, I'm very interested in why not. Discrimination. Mm. Hmm. Against collaboration. It's like uh you know they do like um couple figure skating? Mm. Why not diving? It would be an angelic experience. I think I think synchronized swimming is probably a better argument for that. Yeah. Have a male-female <laughs> synchronized swimming duel. Because right now there's pairs, but it's, um, I think, only for females. I, I guess you would know that because you went to the Olympics. Okay. Let's, this isn't about me. This is about the best of the, the best, best of the bun zones. <laughs> We're talking trade zone, bud zone, pet zone, housing zone, whatever zone you need. We're going to tell you the best stories from all of those and, of course, the best trades. Woo. And, and first up, you got you have a story about someone who lost a wallet, but then, you know, trying to make their post a bit more visible. So, um, as we all know, Buns uh, has uh, the bump. So, Orn informed me that it was an acronym for, like, bump up my post. Or boost up my post. Or yeah. boost up my post. Which I was floored by because I thought it was just, you know, being like, Facebook algorithm, here we are. But um, anyways, Amara is desperate for help. She dropped her wallet in Queen West area and she needs all the stuff in there to be able to work and live. And she's super, super upset about it. And she goes, please bump this. So everyone's bumping and beautiful Dwayne decides to bump but with a little bit of style, <laughs> with B2K and P Diddy's bump, 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 <laughs> which was just something that was a nice little throwback for us. Yeah. Jay. If you don't remember B2K, that was around when boy bands were kind of tapering off. Yeah. Early 2000s. Ah, so good. With uh, the little guitar, like, yeah. uh, that's not what it sounds like, but, but yeah, I get it. You know what we're talking about. 
Um, our following post is something that we've seen a couple times on on Buns. Mm-hmm. It's someone who has converted a regular ass Airstream into a place that you may want to spend the weekend at. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they have a Rebecca post that's in the hey, my family and I have just renovated and listed an Airstream on on uh, Airbnb, and it's in beautiful Prince Edward County. If you don't know where that is. It's like an hour and a half, two hours east of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the secondary wine country to the one in Niagara. Right. It's kind of less picked over. It's really Ooh. nice. <laughs> no the, pun intended. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> they also have a Drake Devonshire there. I mean, we're sponsoring a lot of brands right now that aren't sponsoring us. But r- regardless, um, she's like, hey, we just want to get a few more reviews. We want people to come, check out our space, enjoy it, and get those reviews up on uh, on that Airbnb. So they do a minimum two night spend and right now they want to they want to trade some time at their place mm-hmm. for some good stuff so grocery gift cards maybe some home sent home sent stuff a photo session in pec or toronto wow whatever it is looking for a bunch of things but what a great trade-off comes yeah come spend some time in the pec you know a little bit of a little home away from home home away from home it, in the air boost that's what i'm saying so i'm saying so Get it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Not like McDonald's, who also doesn't sponsor our podcast. Oh, McDonald's. Jeez, we only talk about you every time. And this is a lot of brands. A lot of brands. Yeah, a lot of brands that we're talking about that aren't sponsoring us. But something that maybe could sponsor you. No, (laughs) not not a good segue. Um, (laughs) You have a wonderful post about something you know very little about. I don't know anything about this shit, okay? This guy, David, is trading 500 magic the gathering cards and i have zero freaking idea it looks like a pool table but that's a circle and i would just love some insight from you Orin. so you don't know what magic the gathering cards are no okay so magic the gathering cards are here's a, here's the best way to explain it okay do you know what pokemon are yes do you know what pokemon cards are yes magic the gathering is the precursor to those things whoa it's like basically having pokemon mm-hmm. first of all anyone who's with magic i get is a difference but it's like basically having pokemon cards where you battle each other with different things hmm. so it's kind of like pokemon meets dungeons and dragons in a weird way so is there like a board game it, it's not a board game it's a card game so i have my cards laid out i have a certain deck you have your deck and we battle back and forth and Holy. It's, it's massive like there are world championships of magic the gathering some of these cards some of these cards are so 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 expensive it cards are really? worth thousands of dollars that you can like, you rarely get in packs there are youtube channels dedicated to this yeah like, magic gathering is the probably the biggest card game on the planet what the hell mm. and i just had no idea had no idea it's basically bridge for nerds <laughs> bridge. <laughs> you, you got to be very deep to know what it is yeah but there's an entire community of people who just really love to play it holy shit yes. well it's not this girl yeah, so I mean, you know what? You know what we should do? We should play Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Just, just kidding. I'm not into that. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm down, but <laughs> all right, just rip that out away from me. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not you're, you're not, you're not down for that, but maybe you're down for this next post. I love your segues. You're just yeah. really killing Thank it. Thank you. Um, Hillary Sherman, she says, "Yo, I got a Frida Kahlo fridge magnet dress-up doll." Whoa. So Frida Kahlo, obviously the great. Uh, Mexican artist. Beautiful. Um, it's basically her and a skeleton, but she comes with a whole host of of, of things you can put on her. Okay. Different clothes, different accessories. Wow. Uh, it's kind of awesome. It's actually quite beautiful. And you just gotta mix and match, and it goes on your stove. It goes on your fridge or stove, I guess, depending on how magnetic. <laughs> I used to have one of these for Madeline. 
So this is a little bit more grown up version. Madeline. Yeah. The, the little French girl. The little French, French girl. girl. And she had a Spanish neighbor named Pepito. Honestly, every single, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Every single one of my idols growing up had red hair. And I don't know what that means. Madeline. Madeline, sorry, were you a big fan of Herm- Hermione? Uh, no. Who's that? Hermione. From- oh, Hermione. No, she's like not a real redhead. She's like an auburn head. Anna Green Gables, Little Mermaid, and Madeline. All three red hair. Gang. Gang. Get gang. it, girl. <laughs> what a power troop that red would be. Red gang. <laughs> Just going out, killing sea witches <laughs> while traveling around Paris. Yep. And fucking also maybe being super over dramatic like, yeah. in pioneer times. All of those things. All of those All things. All of those things. Oh geez, that's a crew. To, that's a crew you want to be with. Yeah, right? that's a crew I want to roll what, with. What a fictional redhead crew that is. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. Um, bump, bump, bump. Yeah, that sounds like something my dad would say. Whoa! It's time for dad zone. Hey guys, I'm a dad, and and I, and I need stuff, but this time I'm here to help. Here to help. We have two things under this post today, under dad zone. The first one you found someone who oh, needs a little help. A little help. Uh, Kate posted this and immediately i thought i saw our fictional dad hopping in his minivan and skr skrrring over here to help her out kate iso two or three little drops of super glue bathers in college name your trade i honestly saw our dad seeing this and be like i got that and literally throwing his gorilla glue in a bag and fucking booking it over there on his bike with a very secure helmet mm-hmm He's also wearing one of those vests. Those oh, like reflective definitely vests. reflective vests. Vest. Definitely some some like Velcroed on um, sandals, mm-hmm. protecting the toes. Of course, a hundred percent. One hundo. What's the other one? Other one is utensils. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just straight up kitchen. Some knives, some forks. That would be perfect for my son. He's going to college next year. That's, honestly, <laughs> that is exactly why I thought of this. Yeah. Because it's not nice cutlery. Yeah. It's not like full silverware. It has a plastic handle, you know, stainless steel top. Mm-hmm. Not good enough for like. Uh, for, a, for a dad like me. Yeah. But great, great for a son moving out. Mm-hmm. Great for my daughter going to get her doctorate you know what i mean that's yep. what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about yeah um i believe that concludes dad's um i'm a dad and i helped someone today and i helped my son i'm really happy and fulfilled did you say fulfilled i did say fulfilled, fulfilled. Uh, uh, <laughs> this might fulfill your life if you want to get to adult life oh. because this next post is about all about fulfilling that adult dream mm-hmm there are certain things that I've waited a very long time in my life to own. Oh, okay. Um, and one of them happens to be in this post. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Nicole Anastasia says, yo, I got a brand new still in box Dyson. Whoa, Dyson, eh? Yeah, it sells for $799 before tax. Woo! It's most powerful suction cord-free vacuum. Amazing. Whoa. Um, Yeah. Yeah. They're asking, they're asking for a lot for it, but it makes sense because I have one of these. Yeah. I don't have the V10 of the V7. There are levels to this shit, but Whoa. I have this mm-hmm. and it has changed my vacuuming life. So you use it. You feel like you're an adult? 1,000%. Yo, can I, uh, can I have a sample? <laughs> 1,000%. Okay, <laughs> give, give me this start. Dyson. I'm about to try a Dyson for my first time. Wow. I'm about to really feel what it's like to be an adult. Whoa. Look at this bad boy. 
Ready? Yep. Oh! Wow! <laughs> okay, how was it? Whoa. Okay, she, you can't see this, but she's suctioning her own face. <laughs> wow, you, 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 the you, suction you, power of you, a Dyson. Okay, you can just hold on to that for the entire rest of the show. <laughs> wow, I have like a for the fucking power of a of a million suns in my head. <laughs> that was fucking great. It is pretty great. I'll tell you, it's all about leveling up as an adult. Uh, all about that. Wow. I mean, our adults, as, as in our parents, may have had something from this next post. Oh, wow. This one's a doozy. Um... Might I just add before we get to this one that people are just really killing it on their caption game, like their like their actual post for the photo. And Emil is no uh, exception to this. So she says, with a photo of a lava lamp. Okay, this is what the thing is. She goes, this lava lamp needs a new home. It's so mesmerizing once it gets going. It will lure you in and teach you to live in the moment. Maybe even lowers your heart rate while watching it. <laughs> you can do your own research, though. So she goes, ISO a grande vanilla milk latte at Starbucks while I will, where I will meet you to give you this new light source. So it comes with the bulbs. But this begs the question uh, that we, Orin and I were discussing earlier. Like, who is, like, who is the, when you are trading... Who is the one that comes to pick up? Yeah. And who is the one that is going to the picker upper? <laughs> if that makes any fucking yeah. sense. Well, I guess the, the buns are and the bunsy. There we go. You know I, I was really struggling to I find mean, the words for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all of my posts, I am the one that, that goes to go get it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's because I just feel like I want this to happen yeah. and to make sure it happens. And if I put this in the hands of somebody else. Right. It might it, go it, south. It might, it might go south. And I, I ain't about that south business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like for all the times that I have, uh, what did you say? Buns and bunzer? Yeah. Or, or like the, the trader and the recipient. Tra okay. So me as the recipient mm -hmm. of said trades, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm always the one that is going to go somewhere for it. Because it again, it's like the effort that you want to put in to actually get it. That's what's going to make you yeah. get the item. I'm with you. I'm you win. You feel what I'm saying. I, I, I feel you, girl. I feel you, girl. Um, we talked about lava lamps. We did. How about some real friends? No. How uh, many of us? How many of us? Real trades. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're going deep on the Connie references today, aren't we? Uh, Monica posted this great um thing because, or you know, there's so many debates on the tokens and the gift cards. So Monica says, I love, love, love trading. True trading. No gift cards or tokens. Please be mindful that not everyone has either of those things just lying around. How about some true trades? And here we go. True friends. True friends. She'll start. She's got a bunch of fucking yarn. So I don't know how great that we want to start that off with. But hey, she's looking for anything vegan, which classic Work, yeah we obviously anticipated someone <laughs> selling fucking yarn would want some vegan stuff but um it just like you know again begs the thing I, it's always a pet peeve when you, someone's asking for a gift card 
Because yeah. it's true. No one has those lying around except, casually. Except for me. I do have a bunch of them lying around. What? Yeah, just ones like partially what? used. You have to be like over 30 to fucking have gift cards lying around casually. Just, hold on. First of all, you know I'm over 30. And I, I know. Like, <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like a jab at me. Oh my God. Have, but it's like a weird jab. You have to be over 30 to like, you know, have a good job. It's <laughs> like a weird, it's a weird... The way you said it was condescending, but the actual <laughs> steps and stuff, it was actually, you know. You're like, fuck yeah, I have some gift cards lying around on my life together. Yeah, I don't shit. need to spend these random <laughs> things. <They> said, <laughs> Me, if I get any piece of anything, I'm using it immediately. <laughs> I, I, I feel that's the way you roll. It is the way. Um, Speaking of weird trades and trades for trades, you're about to go off on a bunch trade. Be- and I know this because oh, yeah. I found your post that you commented on. Mm-hmm. And then when you got here today, like, listen, I, I'm going to go post something. And what the fuck is this? It's really exciting. Um, <laughs> it's a really exciting trade. For, so, number one, this girl, Monica, we have a couple mutual friends. So, hey, girl. It is Monica. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But she was, um, it's this cool, like, palmology hand. And it's basically like all the planets um, associated to a finger or like a piece of the palm. And it just looks cool. And she's asking for one of my favorite wines that I literally have. So I couldn't like refuse this one, you know. And I'm meeting her today. This is such a weird thing. It looks cool. It's like a classic like Urban Outfitters like thing, you know. Like you walk into Urban Outfitters like home section what? and you see what the What urban palm. are you going to? There's, no, there's no way this is an Urban Outfitters. It totally is an no, Urban Outfitters. No, I think you mean Value Village. <laughs> okay, well that also is, you know, <laughs> I love hype. It's hype, but I mean I would not. This is this is weird. This you is, think it's a weird this thing? This is everything about junk science in one setting. <laughs> Did you just say junk science? <laughs> this is so weird, but I appreciate that you it's appreciate gonna it. It's going to look sick in my room, listen, okay? Listen, I appreciate that you appreciate this. It's not like a real thing. It doesn't actually do anything. It no, just, no. It just looks cool. Plus, maybe I could put my rings on it. Okay. You know, like have a, like an accessory holder. Do you not know how big this is? There's no scale. There's no scale in this photo. You have no, no. idea how big this hand is. I'm about to find this out. This hand could be six feet tall. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, a giant ceramic hand. hand. Or it could be a baby hand. <laughs> oh, shit. That would fit in my pocket anywhere I went. That'd be kind of weird if you just, you're the girl. You're, <laughs> not, you're now known as the woman who walks around with a little baby ceramic hand in their pocket. Hey, it's me. Oh, she's back again. Who's she's that? Back. Laura. Get her out. Things really went downhill for her since that trade. <laughs> you monster. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I wish you all the best on this trade. I'm glad it's going down I know. For I'll you. let you know how it goes next week. I'm meeting her at her house, so if I don't come back... Something happened to me. <laughs> Something happened. And I need your help. You need your help. Um, speaking of help, sometimes people need our help when it comes to, let's say, safe injection or maybe addiction. Mm-hmm. And your next post covers that. We have Jen Co. She says, hi, lovely bunzers. The Moss Park overdose prevention site is again looking for your help. So she's looking for bottles of water for her outreach team to give outside for these hot days that we've been having here in the city. So she's looking for um, anybody to just drop off some water bottles. She has the address on her post. She's going to be there between 12 and 6 uh, for this overdose prevention site. Dope. And so I was kind of confused when I saw this. Um, I worked in Moss Park, so I would often see these uh, safe injection sites. But I wonder what the difference between overdose prevention and safe injection actually is. Because I had thought it was the same thing. So, I mean, they're quite similar. Uh, they're both, in a way, trying to be on the prevention side of things. Mm-hmm. Safe injection are basically just a place where you can get clean 
things and supervision while you do your drugs because mm-hmm. they understand that people in vulnerable situations are gonna do drugs whether or not you like them to do or not so yeah. we'd rather people not get sick or get infected mm-hmm. if they don't have clean uh, clean needles and, and a clean space um when it comes to overdose prevention probably the same thing i imagine they have a bit more literature on things but especially with the rise in opioid mm-hmm. um, addiction and, uh, and overdoses in in toronto specifically but also especially in vulnerable areas like moss park yeah um it's a way for people to get treatment. Imagine getting, imagine just getting like, especially fentanyl and carfentanil and everything else. There's a quick antidote to those things. Oh, and they, those things are available at Moss Park and uh, amongst other places in the city. Hmm. So that's the basic gist. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, if you got water, you got some time. Give it, it over. To them Because that's pretty damn dope. Mm-hmm. Um, our last post kind of comes to us from, uh, from, from Frazier. And it's about Uber versus bike. Ooh, right of this? The hey. big dispute in <laughs> Toronto. You know what I mean? Hey, not sure if this is the right place for this, but last night I was hit by an Uber driver oh. while riding my bike. The bike is currently unable to ride now, and I'm trying to figure out how to proceed as I've contacted Uber's insurance, and they tell me the bike won't be covered by them, and the bike doesn't create doesn't quite reach the deductible on my insurance. Hmm. Uber has been quite slow and not informative in what steps to take. My insurance company says I could seek out a lawyer, but I'm not looking for that as all I need is my bike to get fixed. I'm not really concerned about the inju- injuries I sustained. Just looking for advice on how to proceed. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one. Hard one. Because you don't want to spend money on getting a freaking lawyer. Nah. I've never had to do that, but it sounds expensive. Want to hear, hear my favorite lawyer move? Why you need lawyer friends in your life? Okay. So my buddy was having trouble getting paid out from his his previous job. Okay. Um, and they're holding out some money from him, whatever. So he talked to a lawyer buddy of his, like, hey, man, what should I do? Like, whatever it is, like, it's pretty easy. All you got to do is to send them another email like you have been doing. But this time, just put with the heading, I've CC'd my counsel. Oh, no way. <laughs> yo, they paid up so quick. No way. So quick. So anytime I have a trouble, I'm calling my lawyer friends. Like, yo, can I just CC your name real quick on this? Because oh, I'm going to need some no. help with this. And uh, apparently it's like the... It's like the best thing to do. Really? I mean, if they call your bluff, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I got to spend some money on this. Yeah. But uh, if they don't, it's kind of a cool way to, in a weird way, intimidate people because it kind of shows yeah. that you're serious about my money. Yeah. That friend was actually me and I did that. Whoa. No, just kidding. It was actually was a friend. I, I wish. Like, I Orange. wish. I wish. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that badass. Power moves Power coming from you know I mean? Williamson. <laughs> um, speaking of power move. Yeah. No segue. We can no finish, this. We can finish yeah. this podcast right I'm gonna now. Say, speaking of power move, I'm about to go trade a bottle of vino for a cool ass hand. That's what I am talking about, girl. And isn't that the magic of buns right there? Breast. I said breast. Yeah. But I meant to say bless. I was but you like, know what? Hold on. Let's bless some breasts. You know? <laughs> did I'm, you say breasts? Um, I'm not sure what I or said. Or did you say this brass? <laughs> it was all very slurred. But I'm here to support either one Thank that you, you. Say. And I'm here to support the edit team on this back end of this Woo! podcast. Thank you. Um, this has been a fun time. Hey. Oh, yes. Very mm. fun. Uh, your name is Loria. Loria? That's it, too. I'm a lawyer. Mm. <laughs> and your name is Oron. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. You're listening. No, you're listening to the buns.com podcast network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hey guys, 
Welcome to the very first episode of the Crypto Canucks Cast. The Crypto Canucks Cast is the leading podcast about Canadian cryptocurrency and blockchain startups. Well, mostly Canadian anyway. The podcast aims to educate people about various blockchain startups within the community, as well as the basics of blockchain technology. The podcast is a collaboration with Buns, hence me, and the Crypto Canucks, and is hosted by me, Koji, uh, a member of the Buns team. Listen to our podcast to hear about news, developments, opinions, and analysis from entrepreneurs and people in the Canadian blockchain community. Our first episode is with Brian Daly of Smart Refer. Now we recorded it a little while ago, so if some of the references are out of date, don't blame me. Thanks for tuning in to the first official Crypto Canucks initial podcast offering. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's it. Uh, my name is Koji. I'm here with Armin, and we are talking crypt- all things cryptocurrency and blockchain. Today we have Brian Daly, founder of Smart Refer. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Good. Yeah, this is a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is interesting because we're not sure how this is all going to shake out. So I think we'll we'll all just experience it together. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Well, let's start with uh, you telling us what Smart Refer is, and then we can get into all sorts of everything about you and about the company. But uh, I think people should have an explanation about what you guys are doing. Yeah. So easy thing. Uh, Smart Refer is an application or a platform that allows people to refer people they know for jobs in tech and you get paid for successful referrals that get hired. So that was kind of the uh, that's that's what the platform does. And it was uh, it was designed because I worked in recruiting and I saw a lot of the inefficiencies and I kind of wanted to just solve those. And we're doing a lot of that with Smart Refer right now. Awesome. But there's a wrinkle there, right? Because it's not just getting paid for uh, putting people into the right jobs, there's a crypto angle to it. Yes. So tell us about that a little. Yeah. So the entire thing with referrals is for most companies, they have like an employee referral program and that employee can refer somebody they know for a job, but that that's where it ends. That's where the referral ends. And so we realized pretty early that if we used blockchain, we'd be able to scale these referrals across jurisdictions because we're, we're living in an increasingly more diverse world now. And, um, with the abilities of blockchain, we can now get people to send and receive referrals from anywhere in the world and get rewarded for that equally. Uh, A real meritocracy. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, we'll get into the technology side of things in a second and the whole crypto business, but you said that you worked in uh, recruitment before. Yeah. So why don't you tell us how you got started in all this? Uh, I have a pretty eclectic background when it comes to jobs. I've been a lot of things. I've been um, a charity fundraiser that stands on the street and like stops people and gets their credit cards, Yeah, uh, which was a very, uh, that job taught me a lot. Probably one of the most uh, enlightening jobs I've had. Tough job, but yeah. it probably helps a lot with 
you know, going into meetings and talking to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so at the time, what ended up happening was I was working at a no frills. This was very, I was in my late teens. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to be a cop at the time. And okay. so I had gotten offered a job as a loss preventions officer at yeah. another no frills. And so around the same time, I encountered some some people on the street that stopped me and they tried to sign me up for uh, for a charity and they we talked for a bit and they're like oh you know you'd be really good at this and i was like i thought about it and i was like well lp will always be there loss preventions but right. i felt like if i could do this job i'd be able to do anything because mm -hmm. it was so difficult and uh so i, I kind of went in that direction that changed everything right so after that i uh, i worked in finance for two years as a portfolio consultant and then i uh, co-founded a recruiting firm oh wow yeah and did that recruiting firm then morph into what you're doing now? So it still exists. Yeah. So my partner for Smart Refer, uh, she runs the uh, the recruiting firm full time now, kind of on her own. I've stepped away and I'm focusing more on Smart Refer. Right. Yeah. So we've, we've worked, we, we're working together, but we have like our own things as well. Oh, right on, yeah. right on. Okay. So now you're uh, working at Smart Refer. What is it that initially kind of attracted you to blockchain and uh, the whole crypto angle as opposed to you know, building this platform and just paying people whatever their standard currency is for referrals? Uh, you know, it's, I've always been a techie. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, I have a thing with middlemen, intermediaries, people who kind of maybe extract value without adding anything. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that's the reason we have a lot of the issues we do uh, currently in society. So that really attracted me to blockchain. As soon as I realized you could have that peer-to-peer -peer, um, transfer of value without the intermediaries, that's huge, like, you know, game-changing. Yeah. And, um, and Everybody was really, they're focusing on the fintech angle. Even now, they're right. really focusing on, on on the finance and some real estate. Uh, but, you know, for HR, which is my background, I thought it it could also be uh, used really efficiently. And did you choose tech because those types of people are naturally attracted to cryptocurrency? or Because I, I imagine that this could probably work for almost any industry. It could. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, <laughs> expand. Uh, but we, we did want to start with tech for a few reasons. One, you're exactly right. It was um, that they are the early adopters. So they'd be the ones to kind of understand and use the tech first. Sure. And then second uh, was that we we realized that the tech industry itself is just growing so massively. And, and Toronto uh, is the fastest growing tech city in North America. Uh, so it's just the perfect place uh, for us to kind of pilot and grow. All right. So walk me through... Uh, if you don't mind, because you said you worked in recruitment for a long time, walk yep. me through what the standard sort of recruitment process is like and then what it would be like using your platform. Sure. Okay. So recruitment wise, you have to look at there's internal recruiters that work just for companies. So they're the people that hire for the actual companies the applicants would be working for. And then you have external recruiters. Like headhunters? Like the outsource. Yeah, the headhunters. Exactly. Uh, so for for internal recruiters, it's pretty straightforward. They usually get applications in from job postings on Indeed, or they look for people kind of through LinkedIn or through their networks, and then uh, they'll go through the interview process, and they're usually involved with the interview process as well because they work for the companies. Right. Outsource-wise, how it works is the company will agree on a fee uh, with the outsource recruitment firm. And usually for tech positions, that's between 20 to 30% of a candidate's first year salary. Whoa. Yeah. So you can imagine. So I think the average salary for tech is like 60 grand. I'm getting underpaid. Right? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So it's, um, yeah. So I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people who are making very close to 100. So the outsource recruiting firms are doing well. But here's the thing. 
most small to medium sized businesses just can't afford to pay that kind of fee. It's not feasible. Right. Uh, so they, uh, they don't have options. They're just putting things on Indeed and they're getting, uh, I'm not going to say low quality applicants, but they're maybe not getting the people that they need to get. Right, it's reach. like a lottery. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, well, hopefully they'll see it or, you know, whoever we need. And it's, yeah. uh, yeah, that, that affects it. Uh, so that's kind of like, so for outsource, they, they rely more on those contingency fees. So for smart refer, what we're doing is we're allowing companies to leverage first leverage their own employees. Uh, so our application allows companies um, to aggregate uh, the social networks of people who want to participate in the referral process, as well as just anybody who wants to send referrals to that company. Mm -hmm. um, they can just send them as well. And then it allows them to be proactive in looking for people for open positions, as well as uh, people who don't work for that company. They can see the job posting. Uh, if they don't want to apply, they can send it to like a lot of different people go through a chain basically and then once that company hires somebody uh, the token bounty is released um, and everybody who was a part of the process gets uh, a piece for just being a part of it so wow yeah that's uh, that's interesting now me okay I mean maybe you can't answer this or maybe this isn't the right question but if I were to refer somebody for a job and they get hired what would the typical bounty be like so that's a good question. So right now we're looking at doing we're doing a combination of cash and crypto because oh, okay. we realize that in terms of acceptance when it comes to companies, a lot of companies just have no idea what a blockchain is. And if you go in, you're like, hey, we're going to pay you in cryptocurrency and it's going to be great. They're going to be like, oh, get away from us. Yeah, like yeah. We, we want you know something we understand. Uh, so we thought it'd be good to start with cash and then kind of integrate the, the crypto in slowly. Um, so how it work is for cash, uh, people get anywhere between uh, one to $5,000 per referral that gets hired. And then um, to be determined how many refer memberships, which is our, our token, uh, we'll have to see uh, at this point. Um, okay, so you're, uh, if I if I understand correctly, the platform is is being is being built on Ethereum. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So part of it is. Okay, yes. so why Ethereum? I mean, again, I'm not an expert in the crypto space, and I know that there's probably a lot of options right now because mm -hmm. you know everyone wants to kind of dip their toes in. So why did you guys choose Ethereum? It's at, at the moment, it's the most scalable. I mean, I really like it. I, I know how to use Solidity. Um, my my, my uh, partners do. Uh, we're very familiar with the platform. It has a lot of options in terms of the tokens themselves that you develop uh, mm -hmm. in terms of putting like burnable options in there. So certain amounts of the token are burned if you send it to a, an Oracle or an address that's not the one that it's supposed to be sent to, as well as it uses like less gas um, because it's so big, it's getting bigger. I mean, it has a lot of limitations as well right now, which is part of the reason we're going a little bit slower than we might have wanted to on the crypto side right um but I, I do i do believe in the uh the project and i think that it will be um very scalable and a lot faster in the future so so do you think that um do you have any fear when it comes to working with crypto because right now i know there's a lot of uh, most of the tech people that i speak to are really on board with uh blockchain and all, all the benefits that come along with it but you know the market as a whole so a lot of people are skeptical because of all the fluctuation. Does that does that deter you or scare you at all? It depends on if you're talking about my company or my portfolio. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's been uh, there's been a few sleepless nights there when uh, when it's, there's had a big drop. But uh, I mean, in terms of the 
in terms of smart refer, not so concerned about it. I, I see the long-term trends. That's really what I'm looking at. And the trend is we know blockchain is the future. It's it's just, it's what it is. So whether it's, you know, a week, a month, a year, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, I know a lot of people are nervous about the regulation side of things right. um, that are developing companies. I mean, it's something we're concerned about too, but sure. we, we do our best to make sure that we're within uh, the regulations. And we're, we're, I mean, we're not one of the, uh, the shifty companies that are kind of out there. We've been developing something. We have our application done. So Right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a kind of a technical question that comes from one of our friends here at Funds. Cool. Uh, he's curious how uh, you plan on obfuscating any identity references outside of skill sets. Yeah. Uh, or is there any plan to do so? Uh, you know, because I imagine you're collecting a lot of sensitive data when it comes to people's personal information. I mean, by by the very nature of trying to find a job, you have to release a lot about yourself. So This is true. And so for us, part of the reason we're starting, so our, our, our model is a combination of the blockchain and the cloud, yeah. is because um, there's a big trust aspect when it comes to this kind of thing. And we need to make sure that from the very beginning, the, the data that we have and um, the trust that people are putting in us is is upheld. So we're not taking a lot at the beginning. We're letting really companies handle most of that. Yeah. Um, and then as we kind of branch out and it becomes more scalable and people can send referrals everywhere, we're going to need uh, more so that we can actually send people what they need uh, to get rewarded and all of that. Uh, when it comes to identity, we there are a lot of options out there. We, we are familiar with the ERC721 uh, tokens, uh, which are the non-fungible tokens, and that would be huge for identity. Um, also, we, we do have... Um, a pretty good filter system that we're building as uh, to make sure that not only do we know where everything's being sent, but right. also in terms of like, if there's issues on the platform where somebody's trying to abuse or like spam referrals or something like that, right. um, we can, uh, we can deal. Yeah. With how, that. how, I mean, you know, a lot of people try and especially with crypto, try and, you know, game the system or mine in a certain way so that they can maximize, you know, their, the value for them. How do you plan on sort of, knocking some of these people down because i i imagine uh there's going to be a lot of people trying to wedge themselves in between referrals just so they can get a little oh, yeah. a little piece or like you know let's just say me and armin are like oh that's a great idea yeah you know we'll we'll pass people around until <laughs> you know it's, it's yeah it's very, it's very possible so we have quite a few things in uh in order to deal with that one is that the tokens are held in an escrow for three months you, you don't get it right away. And okay. so the reason we did that was one, because it we don't have to worry about the flat value fluctuations. Um, it will come out at the exact same amount that it was put in. Oh, interesting. So it's held there. And then the other part is that if the person quits that you referred within a three-month period, you don't get the bounty. So oh. most likely, if the person stays past three months, you took time to refer that person for the, the position. Like you actually took time, which means you're less likely to game the system. Uh, additionally, um, we we have the tokens are burnable so if you're sending we we haven't decided if we want to do this yet but it's something we'll have to see if yeah. you send it to an oracle outside of smart refer yeah it will burn a little piece of the token so if you're constantly trading it right it will just whittle down the the value oh interesting um, so for people it's just it might not make a lot of sense for them to keep trying to day trade and buy and sell yeah yeah um, because they're going to lose quite a bit of value that's that's one of the things um, and then additionally, you have to stake a certain amount of tokens in order to send a certain amount of referrals. So you have to, those have to go up. You can't just send unlimited referrals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's a. Uh, so if you decide you want to try and game the system, we'll just put your tokens to a public pool where it can be redistributed to people who are actually using the platform properly. So, well, it sounds like you've got a lot of your bases covered. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> well, okay. So you mentioned that uh, you know you had some sleepless nights over your portfolio. Let's uh, let's talk about <laughs> crypto in general. Which are the ones that you think are really uh, you know which ones have really caught your eye? Which currencies? Oh. I feel like Armin. Armin is better. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. yeah what, what projects other than your own, obviously, other than my own, do you think are are really worthwhile? I'm kind of curious because, um, I mean, Armin is definitely the expert. I'm yeah. You know, I'm just an observer, and I don't even really know that much. So maybe you can help me beef up my portfolio. Sure. So I hold the basic ones, which uh, I have a bit of Ether, I have a bit of Litecoin, I have a bit of Bitcoin. Um, I, I had some Dogecoin. I don't know why I had that. That was a mistake. <laughs> I thought it was going to be funny. It wasn't funny. It was like right when the market went down. I was like, why did I do that? Um, and then uh, th there's there's a few other coins I have on uh, like Bittrex that I, I, I'm trying to think of. What's... um. I mean, what's the one, the Chinese Ethereum, what's it called again? Uh, Neo. Neo. I have Neo. I heard a lot of people talking about yeah, it. Yeah. So Neo is, is basically what China is trying to make their kind of own Ethereum-based smart contract blockchain. And it has some really nifty features that Ethereum doesn't have currently. Right. And additionally, it's really easy to program in. So they've, they've integrated the normal programming languages into it, like C++ and Java and all of those. So it's, it's much easier yeah. uh, for developers, developer friendly. And um, it, it has a lot of potential. So I know that's one of them. that I right. Keep at. your eye on Neo, guys. Yeah. You heard it here. Yeah, <laughs> except you got to follow up with like, this isn't financial advice. Yeah, yeah, by the way, yeah. Please. That's what I, I, I have it. Do not, you know, do your own research. Talk to your attorney or whoever else, your investor, your yeah, advisor. <laughs> I mean, this being episode one, I think maybe we need to preface every episode. Every episode saying, with that. Yeah. Just be careful. <laughs> don't do not do what we say. That guy had smarter first said. He said, and then I yeah. lost all my money. Please, no. <laughs> also, just like don't invest more than you can afford to lose because it is volatile. Even even the, the ones that are less volatile are still volatile. It's so volatile. It's so volatile. I mean, yeah. Do you? Well, I mean, that's an interesting uh, question. Then, do you have any plans to combat volatility on, on your platform? Yeah. So, like, like I had mentioned before, the escrow is part of it. Um, part of it is uh, having the tokens have a burnable function. Uh, part of it is um, ensuring that people have to stake. Uh, tokens in order to actually use the platform to its full uh, extent. And additionally, right now, we're not planning an ICO. Right. Um, oh, that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, <laughs> so for a few reasons, one of which is we need the tokens to be in the hands of users. So we can't just give them to random people who then are going to hold them and right and especially if you have to put them out there yeah exactly yeah. like people are just going to hold them like and, and not actually use the platform so they're going to be distributed to wallets of users that are already on our platform that's interesting yeah because yeah. i mean you have built-in utility it's not like a sort of system where people can just wait and speculate exactly i mean buns is doing a similar thing you you, you guys have uh you're, you've distributed the tokens to people's wallets or yeah to their accounts. yeah and, Very and they're, similar. they're working on the blockchain aspect of it now yeah. and then and then we'll see but yeah the, the goal there is also utility not just wait and speculate i think it's uh exactly that, that has to be the future of crypto because Otherwise, you're essentially just buying really volatile stocks. Yeah. It's almost like penny stocks, except you're spending thousands. It is exactly like penny. That's a great, uh, great analogy. Yeah, it's a lot like that. It's it's in its infancy right now. It's a baby. I mean, we're talking 
two months old kind of yeah. child. I mean, it's not actually two months old, but right. where blockchain and, and crypto will be in even five years is unrecognizable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's still the Wild West right now. It is. Yeah. It do you, is. Do you cold store most of... Uh, I do. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do cold store. Uh, most of my stuff is in Ether. So I, I, I have a, a Trezor that I yeah I keep most of that in. I so. mean... That's Which is in a deposit at a bank. <laughs> so yeah, it's a safety deposit box. If anybody's listening, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come to my house. I mean, <laughs> that's my two fears about crypto in general is like you hear about exchanges or you've heard in the past anyways, I should say, about exchanges being hacked and then cold storing it on like a little key i am so prone to losing things <laughs> yeah that like I, I don't even know where i would keep it that i would feel safe you know yeah i mean so one a common misconception a lot of people have is they actually think that their tokens are on that right but it's not that just holds the 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 recording of the transaction so right. it's a ledger that records basically saying you have these tokens but it's not actually on that device right, so right. if that device was destroyed as long as you had the keys, you could potentially get your stuff back. Right. Potentially, but but then you'd also have to keep the keys somewhere that people can't get at. Yeah, so it's like yeah, you could do what the the Winklevoss twins did, and they they like cut it up. Yeah, they cut it up into <laughs> yeah. like twelve pieces, and it's like spread across the states in like different <laughs> banks. Really? Yeah. They probably I wouldn't. They probably put something like a coffin in like a graveyard, yeah, like know, their right? ancestors, <laughs> and like somewhere, <laughs> some random place. That's amazing. You know, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how all of this shakes out. And because inevitably, I don't know if it's going to get more regulated, but it's definitely there's going to be like best practices that are going to come out of this. And well, it's something that we definitely need right in the industry because it's good. I I know a lot of people are like, no regulation. I'm like, we kind of need some. I mean, yeah. I, people are saying because it's going to mature and we won't need as much. I'm not saying like overregulation, but I'm saying it might be a good idea to protect some people from some really unscrupulous individuals who are out there. Right. Because yeah. there are some people out there that really just. Well, we just heard a story today. Uh, the GoDroid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just reading about that. So for uh, anyone listening who do, who's not familiar, uh, they essentially, this company started their own crypto, had an ICO. Uh, raised 50 million and then just disappeared. Offices <laughs> empty. All that was left were some desks and champagne bottles. So and I think the really? guy tweeted something, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that he part. Tweeted, that like, is drinking savage. a beer or something. What did yeah. he tweet? I saw yeah. that. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what did he say? And we're out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah. And we're out. <laughs> yeah. Oh so no. It, it really is like I mean, there's there's like pump and dumps, and it is it is kind of the wild west. So. So there, there needs to be, I think, some regulation. Yeah. Involved. So, Armin, with with that one, the GoDroid, did they um, did they have anything built, or was it just like? Uh, no, it was like I think it was just pure speculation. It was, pure. <laughs> it was just like an idea that they had, and Th- that's the one thing that needs to change. In my opinion: do not invest in an ICO if they do not have something like a product. Right. No white papers. No, d- don't do that. I mean, it's just too risky. Absolutely. I, but once again, please check with your attorney. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's why utility, like what you're doing is going to become, and what Buns is doing is going to become so important because you then you have a, a proof of concept and you have people who have bought into this. And it, it because the other way, like you said, it's too dangerous. It's too it is it is just like investing in stock that is not regulated yeah. in any way. And I think that's like, I am all for non-regulation to a point, 
But I think there needs to be some ground Framework, rules yeah, exactly. Like, there, there just needs to be. Well, you know, we have to play by the same rules yeah. here. I mean, I keep saying the Wild West, but it's like back in the day, you shoot somebody and you get far enough out of town and no one knows who you are <laughs> and you're like, totally fine. You're gone. Right? And you're so, like, gone. that's kind of what it is. But, and but here's my thing. Like, with a project like Gojroid, that guy put his face out there. I mean... There is nowhere on the face of the planet. It's a small world now. It's not. It's not as big as it used to be. Yeah. There's nowhere on the place th- this planet you can hide that people won't know you. Yeah. You took sixty million. You took sixty million dollars from people. I, I'm sorry, I, I hope it was a publicity stunt. Because if not, like, uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Scary stuff. Okay. So let's let's get back. Let's talk about some stuff that's a, a little bit less scary. Let's get back into your platform. How are you finding? the uh, employers for the initial sort of... Because I, I imagine you're going to have to populate this with a bunch of uh, jobs. I, I'm, I'm sure there's no shortage of people with resumes who are willing to post themselves up, but how are you kind of recruiting these businesses? Yeah, so part of the reason we wanted to create it as an internal referral mechanism to start was because it would allow us to get the users and the employers at the same time. Because we did, we realized pretty early, like if we had to get users and employers separately, it would just take longer. Yeah. Um, but this way we can build a user base and have uh, customers early at the same time, and then it should grow, grow organically from there from word of mouth. And are you kind of partnering up with uh, your former uh, company? Company? Like with my former my from a recruiting company yeah 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 i mean yeah of course we're, we're working together with that and so uh and our platform is going to have a lot of utility for recruiters in general i mm-hmm. think some people are saying it's we're trying to eliminate recruiters no we're actually trying to make their jobs easier right and we're trying to create a way so that you know people aren't receiving spam all the time like on linkedin yeah, yeah. So well and they're still getting a taste right they're re- like anyone who like you said anyone who's kind of touching the referral as it comes through the platform, yeah, they're getting a piece exactly. of it. Exactly. So. so, I mean, recruiters naturally have massive networks. Right. And so if people trust them and they have a, a good network, then they're going to get a lot of referrals that are coming their way that they can then send and potentially make some uh, some good money. So And it might even allow them to sort of do double the work if it, if it exactly. passes through quickly. Yep. That's it. And they're kind of nice. incentivized to bring on like qualified people, exactly right? so. yeah and so we also have like a uh, what we're putting in is a retainer companies can put a retainer of tokens on the platform mm-hmm. for recruiters that work anywhere else in the world um, and then work with those recruiters and they don't have to worry about not getting paid by those companies so it's going to expand their reach because oh, a lot of times recruiters can only really work with companies close to them because yeah. they have to make sure they get paid but now anywhere it doesn't matter so the real question i guess is uh can you find me a better job <laughs> <laughs> so listen we're hiring <laughs> yeah nice, uh, let me refree <laughs> <laughs> there you there go. We go gaming the system already <laughs> do, you have, do you have any uh, questions armin yeah so i just wanted to know like what it's been like being in the blockchain space and like toronto and kind of yeah, like your whole experience there yeah it's been cool it's been really cool i I I've never had a startup like a tech startup. I think a lot of people forget that as much as like part of it's the blockchain aspect, but part of it's just being a tech guy and then and the startup life and you know being poor yeah. <laughs> and all of that is like you know and and just experiencing. I mean, I've met so many people that are just fantastic and and um, learned yeah. just incredible amounts. It's unbelievable. Toronto is such a good place for tech well it seems to be i mean it wasn't always this way but especially now it seems to be and especially for crypto it seems yeah. to be a great place i mean you we, we mentioned ethereum a bunch of times and like you know yeah there's yep. so much happening here we um you know people talk about san fran now it's toronto, it's toronto. Yeah, so the <laughs> Valley. yeah there you go 
Drake Drake had it right all along, I guess. He he knew he knew. Actually, I was uh, I was living in Australia for a while last year. Yeah, and uh, people there knew that Toronto was called the Six. Like, and I found that really interesting. I'm like, wow, the brand is just yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's killing it, right? I mean, I just heard some stuff. I don't. I never listen to radio. The only time I listen to the radio uh, is when I'm turning on my car and I'm waiting for my Android Auto to boot up. Okay. The radio comes yeah. on first <laughs> for just a second, right? And um, I, I heard that uh, you know, just this week, Drake's single was no longer number one after being number one for like I don't know, <laughs> three months or something ridiculous. Wow. So, you know. Dude is really talented. Yeah. He's, and, and you know what? He reps Toronto hard. Yeah, he like, brings you a can't lot even, of attention. He, he, he does. Like, he doesn't forget. So when uh, when your platform takes off, are you going to be repping Toronto hard? I already am. Like, <laughs> I am so adamant about staying here and, and like, piloting and growing it here. It just, it just makes so much sense. Are and you more comfortable working with Ethereum because they're also Canadian based? Does that give you like a little it, bit of it's security? A, it's a great bonus. Yep. And they have a lot of people here. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of resources here as well. So, so they're not just going to disappear with the 50. Put us all in a little bit of a quandary. Uh, they probably have a little bit more than 50 million at this yeah, point pro- anyway. Uh, probably. Uh, 55. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> the good thing about Ethereum is like it has like that huge community behind That's it. Exactly. Right? It, so. it just has a massive community community it's it's incredible yeah i think for a lot of open source projects which ours is uh, you know a part of it it's gonna really speed things up there's so many talented people out there especially in toronto yeah for sure like at crypto connects when we go out to these like events and stuff there's so much talent out there and so many people coming up with like really creative ideas to utilize blockchain and like cryptocurrency so it's it's really good so the hot button question is really when do you think it might be ready ready so it's done like we're we're done so we're going to beta testing now oh. um and so we are testing with a few companies here in toronto and one co- company out in calgary yeah and that will last for about three months we have to collect some stats and metrics and all of that yeah and then we will launch publicly yeah uh, so oh, awesome. it'll, be, it'll be usable for whoever wants to use it so companies will be able to post jobs for free and yeah. people will be able to send referrals uh, to their companies so Nice. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get on there and see what it's all about. I'm always so curious how people, because there's so many crypto products, but they're all so different from one another. Yeah, it's really, people are getting very creative. And I think we're just seeing the beginning of that. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. I know for us, there aren't many crypto projects in the HR space. No. A I, lot of people don't even think they're compatible. I've met people who are like, this will never work. Well, when I, I first was like, heard okay. about it, I was so curious as to how it was all going to fit together but it definitely sounds uh, makes seems to make a lot of sense thank you yeah i hope so um yeah <laughs> so do you feel good about being in on the ground floor so to speak with this whole crypto thing like do, do you you see it as something that's going to you know be around forever right yes i do um it's are you, are you going to be the next amazon or <laughs> well, you know yeah. what uh jeff bezos watch out you know what i'm saying but uh let's, I, I mean at the end of the day it's what, what's cool about this is we're kind of doing a lot of things that nobody's done before yeah and so in a lot of other industries people have kind of a pathway to follow we're making the pathway we're the trailblazers i mean everybody here in this room right now is a trailblazer and so we'll we'll look back five ten years from now we'll just be like hey we were there when it was you know internet 1.0 like 99 98 97 right um it's, that's where we are right now yeah so. well I, I i hope you come out uh like an amazon and uh, not like a not cisco who are the nortel oh god 
<laughs> I totally forgot about Nordstrom. <laughs> They're the big loser that I could think of in the, in the first dot, dot com bubble, right? Um, yeah, anyway, I, I know that you've got like a couple more yeah, questions. So just like basically, just wanted to know like any advice for anybody that wants to get involved in the space, like where yeah. they can learn about stuff and kind of learn more about Smart Refer. Attend as many events as possible. Like that's when, when I was learning about it, I, I, I did a lot of self-study, but I also just wanted to be out meeting people that were from different aspects of it. And you, you'll learn a lot more that way. Uh, and just go to as many meetups, just talk to as many people as possible. Uh, it's, that's the best way. Yeah. There's really no other way. And if anybody wants to learn more about Smart Refer, Oh, yeah, you can shoot us an email. <laughs> smartrefer.io. Yeah, smartrefer.io. Uh, shoot us an email, Brian, at smartrefer.io. I'm, I'm always here. So if anybody has questions. But there's another great resource, Crypto Canucks. They're, uh, they know what's up. <laughs> there you go. I, um, they, they have some good information, really great information. I go on there every day. I have a bit of a problem. So <laughs> awesome. All right, well, I think... Uh, we're going to end this off with a little little word game. Yeah, a little word association. So okay. I'm going to throw some words at you. First word that comes to your mind. <sighs> okay. Are you ready? All right. All right. I'm just mentally prepared. Yeah. I'm going to take a deep breath. There we go. Usa. All right. <laughs> Satoshi. Bitcoin. Nice. Ethereum. Ether. <laughs> ICOs. Regulation. <laughs> <laughs> Developers. Smart. Nice. And the best Canadian crypto news source. Crypto Canucks. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, thanks for being our first ever guest on the show. Awesome. Um, and I, you know, I wish you a lot of success. And maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll uh, jump on there and find a job at some point. Yeah. Um, please do. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Brian. So thanks again to Brian Daly for being on the show, the first ever episode. And of course, Crypto Canucks. If you want to learn more about crypto and blockchain in general, you should definitely check out CryptoCanucks.com. And of course, thanks to our host and my home, Buns.com. For all of your trading and now cryptocurrency needs especially in toronto check out buns.com and if you want to listen to more of our podcasts go to podcast.buns.com thanks guys